guys, Maria Menunos here. Hope you tune into my show, Untold with Maria Menunos, this Thursday night at 8 on E. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hi, everyone. Uh, the league, yay! Nope, I will not do that. I love this theme song. I Hello, everyone. Welcome to After Buzz TV. We are here doing a recap of the league on FFFXX. Excuse me. And I am Lauren Leonelli. And here with me, I have the lovely. Not happy. Not happy, George Hermosa. Hermosa. It's with the Z. Why are you not? Because literally, probably minutes before we go on air, live all over the world. All over My the world. baseball arch nemesis, the San Francisco Giants, just won the World Series. Which apparently you're from. I'm from San Francisco. I am technically not a Giants fan. I know, I know. But my Facebook uh, newsfeed is about to explode. I, I mean, I feel like it, my phone <laughs> is vibrating as as we speak. Your family's people, Giants people, fans at well, least? Well, my brother and my dad are Oakland Raiders fans. A so. Raider fan? Oh, God. I think I just maybe made fan. him hate me. I gotta go. He proposed marriage to me like two seconds before he went Let's on air. You You're so Hulk up and Hogan. down. You're so. It's something you're gonna have to deal with me as a as a husband. I can't. You guys and try and keep track. When it's good, it's gonna be great. And but when, when it's, it's bad, bad, it's just it's gonna be hilarious. Awful. Uh, we are. We're gonna have fun. Watch. We, you know, but what? I'm George Hermosa. And yes, that that is George. Jen the Jew is not with us tonight. She will be back next week. Unfortunately, we missed her, but. You, your, your bipolar up and downs are kind of reminding me of our friend Lane on this episode. Do you remember season, Lane or season, a little bit? Season six, episode nine, called Taco Standard Time. That's what we're recapping right now. Which they meant a lot, TST. So if we, if we say TST throughout this episode, it means Taco Standard, standard Time. Standard Time. Uh, which is what, 13 hours and 49 minutes, <laughs> like much. ahead of nor, like whatever mm-hmm. the, the standard time is, whether it's daylight savings time or not, no. because, they taco time. They so let let's address this whole taco standard time thing. So taco, the reason why we know he is a little like off is because he thinks he's meeting all the boys at the movies and they're not there. So we realize that taco is not on. They're like, oh, dude, you forgot about daylight savings time. And then I thought, did you not think that part was so funny where they explain what daylight savings time is? <laughs> a little to bit, him? yeah. Because I didn't know that. I didn't know it had something to do with the crops and the harvesting. You didn't? I didn't know that. Okay, well. If you think about it, daylight savings time is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It's like a, so old, it's like those. an archaic weird I mean the days get longer and shorter naturally with the seasons, but then they explain how ridiculous it sounds um as they're explaining it to Taco. Like I like how everybody gets so excited when it's the fall back and like, "Oh my god, I get an extra hour of sleep." I know. It's like one day a year. And like, it's really? like and it's like You've never slept in any other day of the year? I know. Oh. But wait, that's when okay, so you get an extra hour of sleep and if you're out at the bars, you it's like at midnight, it's back at or at 1, it's back at midnight. Well, that's why it's my favorite day of the year. That's why it's great. I don't care about the extra hour of sleep. I care <laughs> about a last call happening an hour mm-hmm. later. 
not to make myself sound like all I do is drink, but I'm just saying. Don't you have a thing called Two Drunk Girls? Two Drunk Girls. I mean, yeah. On Instagram, on Vine, on YouTube. Follow us. I do. Trust me. And also, while you're following Jen, the Jew and I on uh, twodrunkgirls.net and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, you can go onto iTunes and you can rate and comment After Buzz TV and the shows you're watching, like us here. And you can just, if you feel like rating us five stars, which we clearly deserve, then you should. I'm not going to lie. I really like interacting with people that love the things that we do, whether it's the league You guys are watching this show. You're probably super fans like us. So let us know if you're super fans of what we're doing. If you put on a comment, I'll probably respond to you on YouTube. And you trust me. When George is in a good mood, when he's on the upswing, you want to be on the other end of that. I'm a giver. He's a giver. I'm a giver. Um, So taco standard time. Well, what happened next? So then, so then they explain daylight savings time to him, and they're like, "Dude, you know, whatever." And, and then he comes back in and, sa- and then tells everyone, "Okay, look." Well, it, well, he comes into the living room, and everybody's oh. like, "Dude, what are you guys doing awake?" Yeah, it's like, five it's like in the morning, five thirty in the morning. He's like, "No, it's not. It's nine thirty at night." It's like, oh well, and you guys like, aren't on Taco Stand. Yeah. You guys aren't on TST. And he just, I like when Taco decides something, he just like commits to it fully. I like the way that he just. In his world, everything is so like one dimensional, which yeah. is funny. And I'm, I'm not. And uh, he, and he always that. proves people, even though he's ridiculous. There's always a moment where you go, "Or is he though?" Because like the daylight savings time mm-hmm. explanation moment, you're like, yeah. "Yeah, that is pretty weird that we all do that. It doesn't really make sense." Like he, there's always like one enlightening moment with him. And it's funny, even to like us fans watching it and being in the episode with everyone, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, it's, it's, that so makes sense for Taco. And it's funny to learn lessons through Taco because he's so ridiculous. Yeah. That's what makes it so funny. Kind of gives you like a, the other perspective, you know, like, uh, you have, uh, Ruxins and, and Andres that yep. you kind of like Taco, which is completely off, but totally. it allows you to kind of think, you know, a, another direction, just kind exactly. of like, oh, well. An off-the-wall, fourth dimension, apparently. Totally. You know, so. We love a little dose of taco, a yeah. little splash of taco. And he also um, calls him, he calls it taco clock, like taco o'clock, <laughs> which is funny. Um, and and then we see taco at the end of the episode. He he, um, We keep talking about throughout our season what we think taco is going to do with this money mm-hmm. that he got. And, and at the end of the episode with Lane, which we'll get to in a second, we see that he... Um, he wants to give Lane the four. Was that like forty thousand dollars? No, I think it was like three grand or five grand in investing, and then like four million in stock options. Which, oh, it was like forty thousand because yeah. he doesn't have four million. He only has like one million. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, and and uh, and that's when the episode all comes to to an end because Lane is trying to they think kill himself in the car. What mm-hmm. we find out that. Um, when Taco meets him, that they're actually they end up just like hotboxing the car. Well, so initially, Lane wanted to commit suicide. So let's go back to Lane. Yeah. So we see Lane now. Remind all of the super fans watching who Lane is. Lane is the guy. I think he was either last season or the season I before. I think it was the season before. The friend off, where he was kind of that annoying friend. I think Pete initially met him. And he was like, oh, I'm so annoyed by this guy, Lane. All he does is talk. You kind of got a glimpse of what he's about. Totally clingy. In the episode. Totally yeah. clingy. Coming on too strong. So they were trying to friend off him. Stage so of five course, clinger. Typical how they treat Andre. It's like they pass off Lane to Andre while Pete kind totally. of goes away. But it's funny because then in that episode, uh, Andre gets end up getting friend off by, by Lane. Yes. Because so Andre always gets screwed. Pretty much, yeah. So um, Lane is back. So Lane is back. He calls Pete. He needs his help. It's like he, it's almost like he's his um, his sponsor or something. Pretty much, yeah. And Pete 
decide, he, he, it's lunch and he, he needs to eat. <laughs> and Lane can hear him eating on the other end of the phone and it's like totally disturbed by the Little fact. Little things like that. It's like, can't you just put it on mute? That's, That's a good what call. I do. You know what? Is there, oh, I guess you could do, but then every time, then the only problem with doing that though, George, is that, you know, when you're talking to someone on the phone Mm -hmm. and you go, thank you, you do that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? So Uh they know you're listening. Like you see, you can't help it. Then when you do that, when you're on mute, if if you were to put me on mute, I'd be like, hello, I'd be telling a story. Then I'd be like, so anyway, and hello, (laughs) without your response. So you're expecting the, mm mm-hmm. And if you don't get the, mm mm-hmm, you're like, wait, is this person even listening? And then, and then it's even worse than just eating. Because then you're accused of not listening. You know what's funny is one time I was on the phone and I yawned. They were like, oh. did you just yawn? I'm like, how did you know? Like, I know yawns are pretty contagious, but... But were they, like, offended that you thought their conversation was boring? Well, it was at work. So oh. it was like they thought I was getting tired of me talking to them on the phone. And I was like, Shoot. oh. Yeah, maybe, maybe... But I tried to keep it in because I don't want to be like... But hey. it was like a silent yawn, yet they knew I yawned. Yeah. And I was like, how did you know? It's probably Big Brother. And I was like, no, I'm not yawning. Who would do that? That was I'm at work. Driving by. I'm very awake right now. Um so so yeah, so he knows he's eating over the phone, Pete. He he gets yelled at, and then we start to see how Lane we get another dose of Lane. We get the introduction of his stage five clingy. Mm -hmm. Um and uh He goes see Ruxin. He goes to see Ruxin too. And he does the same sort of thing. And somehow, you know, he's kind of like clingy and he wants to, you know, hang out and somehow he's tricking these guys into feeling very guilty. But he ends up somehow getting the the Packers tickets from how did he do that again? Uh, He just kind of uh, I think he's a little sensitive lane. Yeah. So I think that Ruxin didn't want to hurt his feelings. So, of course, Ruxin is very sarcastic and very very ruxiny is i mean that by the way let's go back to the speech where <laughs> ruxin had a monologue saying yeah what i really want to do is go to a game with you and talk about the twinks and the bears <laughs> anyway that monologue was amazing that totally was. made me laugh but yeah he he is sensitive he still is sensitive even though he's being and sarcastic taking the packers tickets and which i was oh the packers bears tickets before ruxin could even like stop him he was sort of walking out with them, yeah. and which those are those moments where in TV shows like this, you got to suspend your disbelief because, you know, you'd be like, what are you doing? I mean, give me the, the tickets back. At the same time, I think we've all been in that situation where he's like, oh, you have tickets. Oh, so it, the friend is like, well, of course I'm going. Right. So if you say you just said you can't go, then there's no point for me to not take the tickets. So I'll take them because so you I'll can't them, go. Yeah. But I'm saying the moment where. Lane gets up and walks out with the mm-hmm. tickets is when most human beings would be like, whoa, dude, hold on. You can't take my tickets or yeah. if you're going to take them, pay for them or you would say something. That's in the moments where, you, like I said, you have to set, suspend your disbelief for the, the love of the story Pretty to much, let it yeah. all happen. But those are the moments where you're like, it wait, still come on, dude. cringe a little bit, but I was like, you know what? Just let it go, George. Yeah. Let it go. But it was still believable because Rex and you could tell he's such a good actor, yeah. Nick Kroll, that he, the look on his face was like, dude, what do I do? What do I do? So he, he was stuck. So, so then we find out that poor Lane tries to commit suicide. Where did that call come? Somebody called somebody. Gosh, why am I having like no memory of that? Show I, right that now? I don't forget it. I think they just got it maybe like through the phone. I think somebody called somebody yeah. and they said any, anyway, so they go, it was an email, I think. Well, he emailed. So that's what we're that getting to. Afterwards. He, he emailed. So Lane emailed Ruxin like and Pete 13 page suicide letter, suicide note, 13 pages and with a title and everything. <laughs> and, uh, they, the boys realize at this point, 
Pete and Ruxin that they need to get their their tickets back. That's their first thought. It's like, wait, if he committed suicide or tried or they whatever. They said it was selfish, remember? Where's the, when, where's the Packer tickets? You know, the, the, I'm sure Ruxin paid for. Uh-huh. You know, because I, I, I remember we were back to see how exactly how yeah, we got we the tickets. Yeah, we were wondering how Ruxin got the tickets, and they never really said. And so I would we just assume, say because they didn't say anything like that, I would assume that he paid for he it. He just bought them. He yeah. has a good job. That's yeah. probably something he would do. So he bought the tickets, and he was excited, and he was trying to pick somebody to go with him. So mm-hmm. all these guys are, like, vying for that mm-hmm. seat. So... Uh, Ruxin goes to the hospital to visit Lane. And the funny thing, I love that thing that Lane keeps doing where Ruxin will reach for him and he leans, uh, <laughs> Lane leans his head on Ruxin's hand and you yeah. can just tell it just grosses him out. <laughs> um, and, and then we decide from that point, I guess, they want to meet, Lane wants to meet with Pete and Ruxin and talk about this letter that he wrote. Cause like a it, that, page that's letter. in the moment where he says, did you not get my email? With know, my it turns out it was in Ruxin's uh, spam folder. Oh, yeah, he goes, it, that was funny. goes to a special like, folder. Oh, he he even mentioned, it's like, oh, anything from you always gets sent to a special folder Aww. as he opens up his phone into the spam folder. Poor guy. Um, and and we see when the the um, Lane meets Pete and Ruxin at the restaurant that they cannot wait for their food, <laughs> and they start eating, and at Lane, it just throws them over the edge. I mean, uh, that, little things like that, too, where it's like... Do you think that's rude? Okay, Do you think no, it's rude to eat on the phone? Uh, no. I don't really Because either. I do it. Um, I do it, but I don't like when other people do it because I can't... I do not happen to... I happen to be very polite when I eat, and mm-hmm. I don't make a lot of disgusting noises. Like, and I, won't I eat. don't say everyone else won't do that. So I have friends that eat on the phone with me where I'm like, Could you, uh, uh, the whole I time. won't eat dinner on the phone, but I'll have like a snack. I just like a, ate dinner last cheese. night on the phone, but yeah. I was starving though. Then why were you on the phone? Because my friend called me and I hadn't talked to her in forever. And then she started telling me this crazy story about like this dude that we know that has a drug problem. And I couldn't be like, what? No, uh, I got to go. I I'm starving. I got to finish this mac and cheese. I'll it was just like Lane. I felt obligated. And I was like, well, I might as well. Be- I mean, what's worse? Hanging up in the middle of a story like that or just eating on the phone? Yeah, I agree. But the other part where you said where they go out to eat and then Lane joins them. And it's one of those things where Andrea and Rux, not Andrea, uh, Pete and Ruxin are eating. Then Lane comes. Well, if Lane, he just wants to talk about this letter, but they want to eat. They're at a restaurant. Yeah, Why can't and they, they already eat? order their food? So what's wrong? You're agreeing with me. Nothing's uh, wrong yeah, with that. I agree that there's nothing like, wrong with Lane getting I mean, he's sensitive to begin with. but Clearly, yeah. Like, and we already home. know the seed has been planted that he is, like, very peeved by food eating. Mm-hmm. And clearly, it's about not having all the attention on him, but specifically if you decide to start eating food. So they, they get so close to the tickets. Then it also pisses Lane off that the boys did not read his suicide letter because he's kind of quizzing them and they don't know what he's talking about. So he gets up and goes and I think then that's how we get back to him trying to kill himself again which takes us back to Taco in the car hotboxing. It's all a big full circle. Always comes full circle this show. And then the other little funny you know storyline that was kind of weaving in and out this episode was the Milady. Andre and Milady. Andre and Milady. I like that they Kind of continued from a storyline from two two weeks ago. Exactly how you had how Andre took Milady out to yeah. the grooming yes. with with Penny. Yes, got her a tattoo. <laughs> uh, they continue. Well, Milady's fur was back to normal oh, this yeah, episode. I remember? I know it's something you were probably looking forward to. Just as far as continuity, as far as and you love cats. I love. Kitty. Please do not put up a picture of a cat. Josh, our our engineer. You don't don't put up a picture. Of don't a cat. put up a picture. No. George is asking you not to. Last time, our picture. engineer Marissa put up a picture of Lil Bubs, who we love. Who we love. Do- Wait. I just think she's cute. Okay. I like. 
You I can like love her. her. I like her. Don't don't hate. Anyway, I mean, Will Bubs has like five hundred thousand followers on Twitter. I mean, on Instagram. So. Well, apparently, you got to pay to pet her. I never heard of a it, cat. You have to pay to pet. You don't have to. It goes to charity. There's nothing wrong with that. That's true. I bet you Andre would totally pay to pet her. <laughs> because she true. wouldn't bite like Milady. We find out Milady is abusive. It's, um, but do you think she's abusive to begin with? Do you, you think she's abusive because Andre put her through that? Well, uh, Andre is always on the flip side of abuse. So it's Pretty fitting much. that the cat would also abuse him yeah. and he would let it happen. Um, I always, always, always make a joke about my cat, mm-hmm. Mugwai. He is... What's your cat's name? Mugwai. Mugwai. Like from the Gremlins. Oh, okay. Gizmo. So Mugwai is very, very friendly with me. But when guests come over, he's not the most friendly. Like really? he'll hiss and act like a total not nice animal. And I always try and explain. And I found when Andre was doing that, it was the same thing. And I always say, make the joke. But it's like I'm in an abusive relationship because I'm always like, I swear when it's just me and him, he's really nice. Yeah, I mean, that's how Andre was. Andre was like, it's not her fault. It took the catnip away too fast. And he's got all these scratches on him. And he admits that he's going to therapy. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Because there's always something he says that just like they can basically just take him out with all of their jokes at this point. They've got to hold back. And it kind of goes a little full circle because now you had Kevin because he was on without him knowing taco standard time yes it turns out he was late to his uh, to his job to his meeting yes. to everything he gets to his work the boss is unhappy yeah um how did it go i think he said that He's, because his friend i mean he, i guess you can call looking, lane a friend he was searching for an excuse kevin was searching for in the moment he just started to kind of go through the what happened that day and he was like well my friend tried to commit suicide and then he realized that the boss was like what yeah playing into it so he played into it and the boss was like you can go home and and then andre um, comes to kevin's office yes of course because she's got or he's got milady he's got scratches on his wrist Mm -hmm. and everything so he's ready to give up pretty much and yeah so essentially the boss walks in and that part of the conversation, I don't know what to do anymore. I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to, I don't feel the purpose of it. And Mr. Lipscomb thinks that clearly <laughs> that this is the friend that tried to commit suicide. And poor Andre. And also, um, this is all going back to the garbage time, which explain in a second, George, because you can explain it better mm-hmm. than me. But they all got a little garbage time this episode because Pete got sent home because the suicide letter that he didn't want to read, he mm-hmm. gave to one of his, like an assistant or something yeah, to read. To and read. they thought that it was his suicide letter. So his boss came in who we love. We I love his boss. See, that actor is hilarious. And he came in and got to uh, get sent home from work too because he was clearly suicidal mm-hmm. and they didn't want him there and then the boss when the boss said and i'm sorry if i've over sexualized <laughs> you I, it happens all the time yeah. that was a pretty funny moment so anyway the gar- the garbage time is it's just kind of in regular football games when it's obviously the game is over but there's still a lot of cl- time left to play you just kind of let the clock roll just kind of put in the take a knee the third or, string quarterback yeah pretty much so it's like in fantasy football terms, you're playing your top players, and then they take them out because they don't matter anymore. It's like, oh, I need more points, but right. essentially garbage time, the, the yeah. time where it doesn't matter anymore. Just do whatever. Right. Put in the second stringer, the third stringer. Right. So then we see poor uh, Andre. He, he They think that he's suicidal. He gets mm-hmm. taken away by the doctor who helped Lane, who Dana was... Cas- uh, Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson's Dan voice. Dan Castellaneta, who's a great actor to begin with. Totally. He's been in, like, Pursuit of Happiness. Yep. On, there's so many things. Very recognizable. But 
He's Homer Simpson. He's Homer Simpson. I love him as Homer Simpson, as Grandpa Simpson. And you Simpson. can hear in his voice that yeah. it's still Homer. <laughs> it's just, like, not as exaggerated. But yeah. So uh, they take it, uh, poor Andre away to the suicide group meeting, which was so funny. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking about throwing away the judgment. That, that was kind of one of my favorite parts. Me they too. kept saying, just throw away. The, no, that's a judgment. Just grab it and throw it away. And then. And then Andre takes two judgments. Like, what are you doing? I told you to just take one. Put it back. No, don't put it back in because it's already out. Just put it in your pocket. Save it for later. And they're totally jump on him when they find out. He tries to say, I'm not suicidal, but they don't. They think he's in denial. And then yeah. once they really figure out he's there because, because of, the of his cat. Then they all jump on it, jump on him, pounce on him, if you will, for lack of a better word. And I just like that they, they showed the visual. Everybody just kind of putting things back in, throwing, yeah. it, throwing away the judgment, and throwing away he, the name calling. he threw away something, someone called him a name, and the guy next to him picked it up and put it back <laughs> in. That was my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> just good. the look that that guy gave when he put it back in. That's like, I, to me, always think like, you know, actors who don't have a lot to say, but it's those moments mm-hmm. where he literally just looked at him, put the judgment back in, and it was just like such totally stuck out of my mind. It was I like, like a it, second. I like that because it's one of those moments where you blink and you miss it, but as those unspoken moments, and you just kind of look and you're like, those are the things that I appreciate when it comes to certain scenes and certain totally. actors. And this show has a ton of that, along with like joke on top of joke mm-hmm. on top of joke. It's that it's always really great acting. You can tell there's some improv happening. You know, that's why this show is always good. Mm -hmm. It seems like, as an outsider, you'd be watching a show about a fantasy football league. What could they possibly be talking about come season six? But, I mean, it just it's like there's never enough. The episodes are jam-packed. With exactly. greatness. Yeah, I mean, there was one, even even they kind of related to real life situations, and I didn't really notice it until the end. Oh. Um, but earlier when we mentioned when Andre came to Kevin's office, yes. it was, he had a video of an elevator incident. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I thought, oh, uh, Jay-Z or Beyonce, Beyonce. Sister, you know? So that uh-huh. was my first initial thought, you know? Uh-huh. But then you had... Uh, he kind of teased it, but we didn't get to watch it as a viewer. And I was hoping they were going to show it, which they did at the end of that. Yeah, what well, they did. So you have Andre. Here's my iPad. You know, show it. Then they got interrupted. Whatever. Fast forward to the ne- to later in the episode. Kevin walks in as the commissioner. Remind you, he's the commissioner of the league. Uh huh. He walks in. He says, "Oh, I got to show you this video. It's this. It's that. But it has Andre, so it's going to be hilarious." You know. Yeah. Um. They show the cat attacking, attacking Andre at the th- after the therapy and session, and then he ends up getting what he gets up knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um. So you have the elevator thing. People walking by. Um, the cat walks over Andre, and he's laying there half out of the elevator. So. Uh, switch it over to real life situation. Anybody who knows football, or maybe even in or general, just in news, general news, yeah, Ray Rice. Yep, uh, he was Good running call. back for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, very similar situation, uh, but domestic n- nothing abuse. to make it fun of. Nothing funny no. about domestic uh, violence, but. They I think that's there. why they. they I think that's why they didn't. They made it with the cat, yeah. and it wasn't. It wasn't a very obvious comparison, but reading between the lines. But I think it was more so not that act of the domestic violence, but the aftermath, because mm-hmm. you had the commissioner of the NFL saying, "I never got the video. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else got the video." You know this. And that. So if you notice a lot of things in the, on the show, they were like. Uh, commissioner was like Kevin was like oh I have to show you this video you know I don't want anything to happen because or and he also said I I didn't I didn't have it for that long like there was all this accusatory like time lapse happening Um, and yeah that was an interesting I did not put two and two together on that but I think that's interesting and then you also brought up a good point too because you watch more football than I Mm -hmm. but you said that they made a reference about something happening in the football game that they were watching that was only like two weeks ago in real time so these episodes are filmed like 
within weeks of being aired. Yeah, like 10 days ago, there was a guy that tra- was traded from one team to the to the New York Jets, and they referenced it. I always thought that they filmed everything in the beginning of the season, and then they but just kind of... as far as we're aware, that... That uh, comment means that they film in these least, episodes. At most 10 days ago. Which is, which is kind of cool. I, I like that it's cool. kind of keeping up with the maybe real time. Maybe because it's no? FXX, they don't have to go with like the standard. Either that or maybe the budget isn't between. all that big. So yeah. maybe they just got to rush things out. Who knows? But I, I like that it's very current. Yeah, I, I, I like that too. Whenever they have a current reference, I'm like, oh, at least I know that they are trying to keep up with everything that's going on in they are. real life. They're you know? keeping up. And the episode ends with uh, the tickets being given back but to Pete and to Taco and poor Ruxin gets screwed over. I guess I guess Andre was off the hook this episode a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But I mean I kinda did feel a little bit sorry for Andre just because I know he's usually the brunt of all the jokes, but it was here it was a little too much where I was like, I kinda feel bad for Andre. He's kinda ambushed. He's got, you know, the the cat problems I or know. if you want to go to there, you want to say the P problem, the but P, well, you know, I don't does. want to say that word. Yeah. We got a lady in the I, in I the, don't I'm not offended by it, but maybe other people. He's got a are. problem with the pussy. And he does. Cat. Yes. See? Yeah. Um, I okay. We always do this every episode. So really quick before we start to kind of wrap up, what was your? Do you have a favorite quote? I liked it in the beginning where they reference Pete eating, uh-huh. and then Lane calls. He's like, "What am I supposed to do? I had I had my lunch boner up. Yeah. I just can't put it away." And I they started love referencing that. the the lunch vinegar strokes. I thought that part that was, was funny. really funny. You did laugh out loud. <laughs> um, I I don't do that. <laughs> I don't. I've never in my life. This is something you should all know. I have never written or said. LOL in my life. You know what's funny? Me neither. I mean, that, I just said it just like said out it. loud, but I, I never like, I don't say it like, ah, LOL. So what do you text when you, something's funny? Ha ha ha. Ha. That sounds so mocking. Ha. Ha ha ha. Uh-uh. See, I usually. No. It's not mocking. If you say something funny and I go ha ha ha. How many ha's? If it's really funny, I'll do like lines <laughs> all the way down. I just keep it at two ha's. Well, that's mocking. <laughs> that's definitely patronizing. <laughs> But I don't want to, because I want to get into what I thought was funny about whatever they just sent. That's true. But anyway, I do not, I don't like LOL. I don't, I don't, I just anyway. said that because I knew that. My favorite quote was, uh, when, it was so simple. It was when Taco said, it's Taco Clock. <laughs> it just was funny to me. I just think Taco's hilarious. Um, and, and we're glad Ruxin's back. Yay. Yeah, I, I do like, hopefully he doesn't get back, sent back to Korea again. I know. But Leah, after Buzz predictions. Oh yeah, actually, we'll get to those right now. We'll do after Buzz predictions right now, and then hopefully. after Buzz predictions. Oh, predictions. It was he tried. It was close. Well, go ahead because you're just bursting with this prediction. I think Pete's finally gonna have another oh, girl. Oh yay, a kitty! What did I tell you? Thanks, Josh. That guy you, Josh? is very cute. It looks a lot like my cat. <laughs> I'll show you all a picture of my cat. Happy After- Halloween. Aww. <laughs> um, see, that's more of a... Look at... Look. Look, <laughs> look at that. I don't know if you can see him, but he's very, very cute. Um, that was cute. He's very cute. Very cute. Okay, what's your crazy prediction that you just cannot hold in any longer? I think Pete's going to have another girlfriend, hopefully, because he's been... He didn't have a girlfriend he, this episode. Yeah, he didn't have the last one either. So then my, kind of- so my, my prediction was wrong. Yeah, all all our predictions. You stole my oh, prediction. That's right. That one episode mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Stole it, or you just didn't have one, and then tried to say that I stole yours. Pretty much. Yeah, I yeah. saw you wrote it down. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna steal. It. Oh no, she said it first. Dang. Um, 
So you think he's going to have a girlfriend? He's going to have another girlfriend. Okay. Um, Taco's going to come up with something crazy again, like yes. he always does. Something new. Like, I don't think it's going to continue off something previous. It Not the Taco standard completely time. new, yeah. Okay. Um, that's pretty much it. Hopefully, Will comes back again. I am going to say that I think that Lane is not going away. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be this episode, next episode, or like maybe the season finale, but he's just too good to they, not use they, again. They did open up a lot of things and so he, he was, can And he's been on back. before. So, yeah, yeah, they left it open-ended. My prediction is he's back. I don't know when, but sometime in the next, how many episodes do we have left? Like, like three, four. three or four. Yeah. I would love to see at some point some kind of interaction with Lane and Rafi. Yes. Yes. You know, I had to think about that for a second. Like, like, how is that going to work? That would be hilarious. I think that'd be hilarious. Maybe they would. Maybe they would. Okay. I'm going to piggyback on that and say if they are in the same episode together, they might have a little thing. Yeah, because you had earlier Lane kind of mentioned, did this thing where like this he goes to like places and he finds gay people? Well, he was, then- I think he was, I thought he was kind of alluding to the fact that he was gay, but maybe not. But in, in Rafi kind of does sometimes say like he has. sexually directed comments towards men. Neither he's, one of them are. had off. experience. There was that one episode oh, right. years ago, I think it was second season, where him and Russell were like caught. And like Andre's car. Right. I think they're both, I would tend to say they're both very sexually free. So maybe they'll have a little thing or there will be an allusion to it. If that happens, I, I think just on based that. on both guys' characters, I think it would be hilarious. Put them together, I think it'd be a good So dynamic. hilarious. Even better if they were boyfriends. That's what I think. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for watching and for listening. Not, and not that I don't follow you on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. I, I'm, I'm, I I'm getting the there. Okay. Okay. Please make sure you tune in next week for our next wrap-up. And uh, if you like somebody's laughing, I don't know if it's at me or not. Probably, because I'm hilarious. Um, <laughs> if you would like to follow us oh. all on social media, you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website. I can be found at Twitter and Instagram at G Hermosa. Hermosa. Can you say Hermosa? Hermosa. Hermosa. G Hermosa. I like it. And if you would like to uh, follow Two Drunk Girls, Jen the Jew will be back next week. You can follow us at twodrunkgirls.net. That's right. I'm going to be at Home Depot in about 10 minutes if you want to come meet me there. Awesome. And congratulations to the San Francisco Giants for winning the World Series. We will see you guys next week. Go Dodgers. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.